Hello, everyone, and welcome to Autism Stories, where we connect you with amazing people that help autistic teens and adults become more independent and successful. I'm your host, Doug Bletcher, the founder of Autism Personal Coach. I can't say I'm a big fan of reality TV, but there is one reality show that I watch regularly, and that is America's Got Talent. If you watch America's Got Talent as well, then you should definitely enjoy today's interview. We will be talking with Sal Spinelli, who is the vocal coach of the first Golden Buzzer winner of this season's America's Got Talent, the phenomenal Cody Lee. In this episode, Sal will discuss how he has supported Cody on his path to AGT. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Sal, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me, Doug. So, wanted to start off by learning uh, where your love of music uh, began. Well, uh, I would say uh, really early on, my uh, my mom used to own a dance studio, and I was always around music there. And uh, my uncle and grandfather were musicians, so I grew up around music pretty much my whole life, and I just began to love it. I did. I started playing music. Um, I guess. I had a, uh, a serious interest when I was like 11 or 12. I got my first uh, guitar. My my dad got me, and um, you know, ever since then, you know, I, I I thought I was in a band with like my neighbor. You know, when I was like 12 years old, I'm like, yeah, we have a band. This is awesome. But uh, I really didn't start focusing on playing in bands and learning how to you know play with other people. Probably for like you know freshman in high school, and. Um, Now, I'm a weekly viewer of America's Got Talent, and on this year's this year's season, on the very first episode, the world was in, introduced to the amazing uh, Cody Lee, a blind a blind autistic person who was given the golden buzzer for his AGT audition from uh, Gabrielle Union. I know you know Cody very well. How did the two of you uh, initially meet? Years ago, I was I was working at the music school, and I had you know the, uh, the 
I know that from a coaching perspective, no matter what type of coaching it is, just developing that trust and the connection with the person that you're working with is so important. That, that's actually a, a huge thing that I didn't, I didn't expect um, to be doing with him. You know, like when when I think music teaching, and like it was a little bit earlier on in my uh, in my teaching career that you know he came into my life, and I was like, oh man, like. How am I going to be able to teach him how to read music? You know, is he going to, does he need to, to know what a dominant seventh is? Like, does he know what, you know what I mean? Just like three real questions like were going through my mind. And I was like overwhelming myself. And his mom saw that. And she's like, look, you just, he just, he just needs to connect with somebody. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So then I, I, I let all my, my anxiety about the situation kind of like fall to the side. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, I've had the privilege of knowing so many creative and talented autistic people. Um, I've, I've, acro- I've come across many who are, um, you know, pretty talented musicians and figured really um, it was only a matter of time till um, one of those musicians ended up on AGT. So, so now prior to meeting Cody, had you worked with any other autistic musicians? Not, not anywhere in the um, in the arena of Cody. You know, I've had some friends who had mild autism, you know, or or uh, some sort of like Asperger's, you know, that that played music, but um, it it was it wasn't anything to the to the weight of what uh, Cody's situation is. You know what I mean? I've been around it before, and I never. I never get uncomfortable around, you know, people people that have any type of um, autism or anything like that. So it was mostly new being around somebody like Cody, but it wasn't entirely new being around an autistic person in music, I would say like that. So often, I think, uh, with autistic people, we focus on things that they struggle with as opposed to supporting them using their strengths in an effort to be more successful. 
how have you uh, worked with Cody to use his strengths to develop him into a, an amazing musician? Well, Cody um, initially um, showed uh, great strength in his vocal abilities and his piano playing, right? Mm. Um, so I, I had asked his mom, "What do you want to? What do you want to see him get better at? What does he need to focus on? Like, you know him best, mom. Like, what, what do you see that he needs to work on?" And um, you know, she just said, I just want him to get better at what he's doing. I'm like, okay. Being able to work with him and improve his vocal range, you know, because when, when he came to me, he was probably, I want to say, 16, 17-ish, maybe maybe just just before 18. And he was going through the, um, the awkward stage for, for teenage boys where their voice is cracking and his, uh, his mixed voice and his blend wasn't wasn't as smooth as it was now. So so we were working on that, but as far as the strengths go, we were just experimenting with like, okay, you like you like R and B, like let's turn it up to fusion, you know, like let's let's go into some really good jazz. And we started experimenting with stuff that he hasn't necessarily heard yet. You know, he knows a lot of music but he doesn't know all music. And uh, seeing him shine and figuring this stuff out like on the fly was was incredible to watch, and um, there are some things as far as what he's what he's not um, particularly good at that we do work on. For example, understanding um, like understanding his body state, right, and understanding his own body alignment, and you, you know, just just learning how to relax and try to take a little bit of control over himself physically so we're still working on that now in doing research for um this interview i've seen many videos of you and cody working together in the in the studio uh performing in the studio can certainly be different compared to performing in front of a live crowd what has been the process um for you supporting cody to uh, perform at live venues started, you know, like you said, doing it in the studio, and um, when he was working here, we we really wanted to get him, which was another one of his mother's goals, was to get him to work with other musicians. So at the uh, at studio here, we, you know, we also do uh, other music lessons where kids come in and they do the rock band thing and they play. So we had some kids that would do um, some really advanced um Types, types of music, you know, that were willing to work with Cody. And uh, we got Cody playing some live shows with them. You know, we do the, the little recitals at the end of the at the end of the few months the bands work together. Watching Cody play live with those bands was really a surprise because what he does in studio is great. You know, it's it's like a it's a controlled environment here. But first time I saw him on stage with a band, I was like, holy cow, this is a completely different human being. You know, it's like when he knew people were watching him, he sensed it. And uh, it was great. And I said, Tina, you know, to his mom, I was like, we need, we need to have him play with the band. Like, let's get him on stage with us. And she's like, okay, well, I've been waiting for you. To, I've been waiting for you to ask us to do that. <laughs> I was like, great, let's do it. So... Having him on stage has, he has actually pulled our 
musicianship out of ourselves and, and, and like made us elevate where we are as musicians. And um, his ability to communicate, um, even even non-verbally, you know, like uh, his ability to communicate on stage has improved so much. The ability for him to to listen is is amazing to watch. You know, like we don't have to say anything, and he knows exactly what we're thinking. He knows exactly what we're doing. Um, so it's really cool to see him on stage. It's a completely different, completely different world. So many times on Autism Stories, I talk about the importance of community in all of our lives. When we don't have community, it's almost as challenging as when we may not have food or shelter. So quite often, we develop community through things that we are really passionate about. How have you seen Cody develop community through his love of music? Well, that's that's a really good question. And um, the... The place that we live, we live in, in a little town called Temecula in, um, in Southern California. It's a very, it's a very rich community as far as musicians go. Like you, you, you can turn to any direction and you're, you're going to see a musician. And um, it's really a blessing to be, to be here. But Cody, the way he brings out in people around him it makes them want to just hang around. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it, it's inspired. I've never seen so many people in one room or one place where he's at just focus and be attentive and just leave a place wanting to be a better person, you know, wanting to help. Uh, I think everybody that Cody has influenced around him has really created that sense of community you know people people now want to help each other if that if that makes any sense you know there's so many uh, I, guess, I guess so many so many ways to um, express what our community is and how he how he creates his own community of people around him but uh, he does it in every facet I say when we teach or we coach, you learn as much from your students as they learn from you. So what do you, what do you feel you've learned from Cody? I learned more from Cody, I think, in the last six years than I have in my, in my uh, you know, 25 years as a musician. Um, I've learned how to be patient. Um, I've learned how to not rely on words to myself. They know how to be a little bit more expressive and uh, in what I'm singing or what I'm playing, and, and really how to how to listen closer to what people want. You know, because because Cody doesn't Cody doesn't say what he wants. He doesn't doesn't express too much, but he gives a little bit of signs what he wants. You know, mm-hmm. so learning how to in the moment and pay attention to another human being has been something that Cody's taught me. Now, if someone wants to learn more about you, Sal, uh, your vocal coaching and your music, how would they go about doing so? Well, you can go to my website, which is salvatorespinelli.com. And, uh, you know, I have, I have my email. They can contact me on there. Yeah, you know, you can set up lessons or email me any, any question you 
com. That's where my information is. Well, Sal, I really appreciate your time today. Um, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode, and thank to Sal for the conversation. Bill Gates said everyone needs a coach, and he was right. We all need those in our lives that will help us to achieve our goals and dreams, and that's exactly what Autism Personal Coach does. To get an autism coach for a loved one or yourself to achieve your goals or dreams, it's very easy. All you have to do is email autismpersonalcoach at yahoo.com or call us at 216-336-5889 and request a coach today. On the next episode of Autism Stories, we will talk with April Stevens, the founder of Autism from Another Spectrum. Talk to you then. Just love.